rejoice always in the Lord. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. My sisters and brothers, we greet you tonight on this 30th day of May in the year 2023. And certainly we thank God for for life, for health and strength, and we thank God for another opportunity to pray. We are happy tonight to welcome to our prayer line Reverend Carson, Reverend Tiate Carson is here to lead us, and we yield the line to him now that he may go forth. Reverend Carson. Praise the Lord, and thank you, Pastor Elaine, uh, certainly for the opportunity uh, to share uh, on this week following Pentecost Sunday. And uh, to all of you, to uh, everyone who's on the prayer line, uh, certainly greet you in the joy of the Lord Jesus Christ. And indeed, this past Sunday uh, was, in fact, a joyous time in the Lord uh, where we were able to just bask in the glory of God. And so with that in mind, um, as I was praying about tonight and what the Lord would have me to share um, I, I believe I was led to uh, a very specific theme. And as we think about uh, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, uh, as recorded in the book of Acts, uh, there was something very different um, about the disposition of the disciples after the outpouring of the Spirit uh, in comparison to uh, before. Uh, the Holy Spirit was poured out on all. And what you will notice very clearly, and I'll read it uh, in a few scriptures, and then we're going to pray um, that this same characteristic that God blessed the early disciples with, we're going to pray that he would do it for each of you today. And so with that in mind, in Acts uh, chapter four, in a uh, verse 29, it says, now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. And of course, this is uh, after Peter and John uh, have been released. And um, they are, uh, of course, they've been considered to be guilty for preaching this gospel. Um, and then in verse 31, it says, after they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. And this all were all of the believers who were awaiting on their return. And so uh, we see here um, that they prayed for boldness, that they will be able to speak the word boldly. And after they prayed, that's exactly what the Holy Spirit empowered them to do. Uh, in addition to that, uh, if we were to travel over to Acts chapter 9 at verse 27, uh, the Bible uh, declares, but Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles. He told them how Saul on his journey had seen the Lord and that the Lord had spoken to him, and how in Damascus he had preached fearlessly in the name of Jesus. So we see 
boldness, we see fearlessness. And uh, if we continue even further uh, in Acts chapter 13, verse 46, the Bible says, then Paul and Barnabas answered them boldly. Again, in Acts chapter 14, uh, verse three, so Paul and Barnabas spent considerable time there speaking boldly for the Lord. And so all throughout scripture, we see this common thread and this common theme that the Holy Spirit has empowered the apostles um, now on the other side of the cross with something that they did not possess uh, even leading up to the very death of Jesus Christ. Um, they were not so bold on the night that Jesus uh, went from judgment hall to judgment hall. And they certainly were not bold on uh, the morning uh, when he was actually crucified. Uh, they disappeared. Uh, Peter denied him. Judas betrayed him. And all of the disciples uh, abandoned him. Uh, John did happen to show up as he comforted the mother of Jesus, but uh, what we find is a scared group of disciples. But when the Holy Spirit came upon each of them, they were then empowered to do what they did not have the power to do before. The Holy Spirit equipped them with a supernatural boldness to the degree that they were now willing to die for this gospel that they preached. They spoke it boldly. Uh, they were not hesitant. They did not hold back. And as a result of that, thousands came to Jesus Christ, came into a relationship with the Lord because of the boldness of which they spoke. As a matter of fact, uh, some of the religious rulers said, these are ordinary men. These are plain men. These are not men who have been trained uh, in universities. Uh, they are not rabbis. Um, they, they are not those who should be able to speak with such authority and such boldness. And then when you add to that the fact that there were signs and wonders that accompanied them, uh, it further lends credence um, to this fact, and that is when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, he will give you power, and that power also is infused with a holy boldness, not arrogance. We're not talking about arrogance here. We're not talking about uh, uh, thinking that you're better than you are. Um, but we're talking about when you have been endued with true power from on high, the Holy Spirit overtakes uh, as he feels your spirit. He takes the fear away and he gives you a confidence. Amen. And it is a confidence, not in yourself, not in your speaking abilities. It is a confidence that is not rooted in your education. It is a confidence that even has nothing to do with your experience. It is a confidence that comes from the person of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is confident in you and through you because the Holy Spirit has been with the Father and the Son from the very beginning. 
There is no anxiety. There is no timidity there. Um, there is no shrinking back. There is no fear. They're not even afraid of losing their life uh, as those like Stephen um, showed us even in the scriptures. And so with that in mind, I want you to know today that God has given you holy boldness. He has given you a confidence. He has given you a blessed assurance. Amen. Um, and, and even when you feel that anxiety rising up, I want you to speak over yourself that this is not from the Lord. For the Holy Spirit that I know gives confidence. Hallelujah. And so he gives us the confidence to do what in and of ourselves we are not qualified to do, we are not trained to do, and we don't even have the boldness ourselves to do it. But the Holy Spirit is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we could ever ask, think, or imagine according to the power of the Spirit that is at work within us. Hallelujah. So whatever is in front of you, whatever you're facing, whatever challenges are before you, whatever difficult decisions you're going to have to make really soon, I want you to know that the Holy Spirit has given you the boldness and the confidence to speak up. Amen. Amen. That's right. Don't shrink back. Speak up in this season. Hallelujah. You, the Bible tells us that we ought not ever fear the opinions of humanity, amen, but we fear only the Lord, and we should fear uh, the consequences of not speaking up when God has empowered you to do so, hallelujah. All right, it's prayer time, saints. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we're praying right now, oh God. That you, oh God, even as you led Paul, as he mentored Timothy, you said to him, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. And likewise, God, you're speaking that same truth to us. You told Timothy through Paul to stir up the gift that was placed on him by the laying on of hands to stir that gift up. It's in there. Everything that we need, it's already in us. We've been endued with power through the Holy Spirit. And so God help us in this season. Help us to speak up as your word declares, to cry aloud and to spare not. Father, lead us and guide us by your spirit. No matter what circles we find ourselves in. Help us, oh God, to speak boldly, even as the apostles spoke boldly, even before the Sanhedrin and before Roman courts. Father, give us the strength to speak truth to powers that be, to speak truth in governmental halls, to speak the truth of your word in neighborhoods, at PTA functions, in school board meetings. Help us to speak the truth of God, to not shrink back in the name of Jesus. On our jobs, oh God, in union meetings, uh, God, uh, at the boardroom table, wherever you have planted us, 
Help us to walk in the power of your might in the name of Jesus. Even in those spectrums, Lord, where we're not uh, speaking the word of God, help us to still stand true on the principles of the word of God, to not compromise in our theology, to not compromise in our values, to not compromise, oh God, uh, even in how we decide to raise our own children, to train them up in the way that they should go in the name of Jesus. Help us to not be people of compromise. Oh God, even when it's difficult, oh God, help us, Father, to stand for righteousness in the, in the midst of crowds and thousands, oh God, who are being swayed and led by their own flesh, by those who are being led, oh God, by the, the majority opinion, those who are being led, oh God, by crowds that are stirred up in one way or another, oh God, in bully pulpits, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray by your spirit and might that you would give us that boldness, oh God, that there would be no quivering in our voice, that there, oh God, would be no perspiration on our foreheads unless it is a result of doing the work that you have called us to do. God, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus, oh Lord, that we would be bold in our homes, that we would be bold in our communities, oh God, where we see injustice, Father, even in community areas, that we would take a stand, oh God, that we would stand for what we believe, oh God, is right and righteous, not just for the righteous, but for the entire community, for the cities, the states, the boroughs that we reside in, in the name of Jesus. Because we know, Father, that your values are what is best for the entire world. It's not just good for the church. It's not just good, Heavenly Father, oh God, for Christian homes. But we recognize that your truth is what the world needs, whether or not they accept you as Lord and Savior or not. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that you will give uh, holy boldness even to our children. God, that they would even be bold enough, oh God, as we as adults should also be bold enough that when we mess up, when we make bad decisions, that we would not allow pride to overtake us whereby we lie or where we allow pride to overtake us where we don't come to the realization of your truth. Father, we pray in Jesus' name that we, even when we're wrong, that we're able to apologize, that we're able, oh God, hallelujah, to, to not allow pride to uh, come before our destruction or a Holy Spirit before our fall. In the name of Jesus, that we would be able, oh God, to admit when we are wrong and to course correct so that we can do what you have truly called us to do. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for that boldness. Thank you for that confidence, oh God. Thank you, oh God. We declare that it will not be rooted in self-righteousness, oh God. It will not be rooted in an air of thinking uh, that, that we have a monopoly on all things holy. For God, we recognize you are God and God alone, and beside you are none others. 
Father, we recognize that you are the perfect one uh, and we are not. God, we recognize that there are things that you know that we don't know. As a matter of fact, there's a whole lot that you know that we do not know. Father, we recognize that our wisdom pales in comparison to the wisdom that comes from God. Your decision-making is always right. God, your word even declares that man judges based on the outward appearance. Oh, but God, you judge the heart. Thank you, God. Help us to lead in the same way. Help us to make judgments in the same way, oh, Father, in the name of Jesus. We surrender everything to you, God. We surrender our own fears. We exchange our fear for your faith. We exchange our timidity for your confidence. We exchange, oh God, our doubts, oh God, for your security in the name of Jesus, your surety in the name of Jesus. We exchange any and everything, oh God, that causes us to shrink back. And God, we call upon that same spirit of boldness that fell, oh God, that fell upon David, that caused him to stand up in the face of Goliath and slay him. As a matter of fact, God, we pray, oh God, that even as David declared what he was going to do before he did it, God, that we would be able to stand in that same authority and power. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for that same boldness that the three Hebrew boys stood in. We thank you. We declare, God, they don't have a different spirit than what we have been endued with power to have. We thank you, God. There's one spirit, one faith, one Lord, one baptism, oh God. And we all have access to that same spirit. Thank you, oh God. Oh God, for letting me know that I don't have to be a preacher in order to walk in this authority and boldness. Thank you, oh God, that this authority and boldness for the believer is not something that only consecrated people get. Oh God, not consecrated in terms of ecclesiastical rights, but consecrated, set apart for you, oh God, and for your use. So God, use your people wherever you have planted them. Use them, oh God, to speak up, oh God, to put their trust and confidence in you, to not shrink back out of fear of what man or woman will do, oh God, but to speak what thus saith the Lord so that we might be able to snatch thousands and tens of thousands and even hundreds of thousands and millions from the snare of the enemy. In the same way that Peter preached that first message and thousands came. And in his second message, even thousands more came. We declare that we can walk in that authority and boldness in Jesus' mighty name. Help us in this season to do it, not by our power, not by our might, but by your spirit, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. By your spirit, Lord, amen. And we confess, as Paul did, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, we will be alert with all perseverance, making our petitions known, not only for ourselves, but for the church and for the saints, and for those who need to hear the Word of God. Thank you, Reverend Carson, for your time of meditation, and certainly we thank you for leading us in prayer. 
And I thank God for each and every one of you who has uh, joined us tonight. Uh, And we are so grateful that uh, you think it not robbery to come on, to continue to come on three years later. Listen, we hope that you will join us on tomorrow night at 8 o'clock when we will continue in prayer. And we pray that as you move through this evening, that the power of God will be with you and that you will remember that God's grace is sufficient and we have been the benefactors of his grace and his mercy. And for that, we should be eternally grateful. Amen and good night.